You are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. Good, 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 good. I'm just staring at you as you as you handle yourself in this moment of you know, you're trying to compose yourself. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell everybody who is not here? Okay, so literally like ten minutes before this, Matt's like, "Hey, you want to try a pepper? Not not even a whole pepper, just like not even a quarter, just like a sliver of a pepper." And uh, what what was the name of it? The Scotch Bonnet. Okay, Scotch Bonnets. Right. Try in mind you. He he brought out a plethora of <laughs> Scotch I Bonnets. Had, I had different Scotch Bonnets in different in various stages of ripeness. So the first one was like, okay, I feel it, but it was kind of like, uh, and I think I said this the last time. It's like zebra striped gum. It was like, hey, aw, yeah, like it, it hit you, but then it died very quickly. The second one. Uh, the odor was definitely stronger. Um, I did feel like it. I went from. I, I it only went up one level in intensity, and then that third one we tried tasted like a tomato. And at that point, I don't even know if there was like any kick to it because my mouth was just. It it feels how it feels right now, just tingly and burning still. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, but it tastes just like a tomato. Then Matt's like, oh well. Why don't you try my, let's go through the spice rack, shall we? And uh, he's like, here's some ghost pepper or ghost whatever. Uh, ghost pepper. Yep. It was, Just flakes, right? Yeah. It was, you, like you can, I have a little grinder that grinds up some ghost peppers. So it's almost like uh, freshly cracked pepper. So just like in Scarface, he takes out this little cutting board. <laughs> with the scotch bonnets just there and Makes he's like all right we're just gonna put a little line right there why don't you just dip your finger in that and take it have a taste so i'm like okay and it's now we're going from like eight to nine right because my mouth is already on fire just from the peppers and uh he's like oh by the way i have this carolina reaper seasoning as well and uh this is the stuff that put me um in a euphoric like state um <laughs> almost <laughs> almost on the verge of hallucination i'm i've i, I kind of thought of my daughter you know like oh man like i might not see her again type of thing oh get no. out of here <laughs> it wasn't anything like that no i i will say this no i, I definitely wasn't in sort any sort of state i wasn't getting high off of it but i will say and i just told matt this my teeth feel exactly like when you have a loose tooth and they're not in pain, but it just that feeling of you just wiggling that tooth. It's like that it, it like it hurts so good. You know, it, it's the, that satisfaction. That's how all my teeth feel at the moment. And my lips are starting to burn as we speak. So that's what I put up with about 10 minutes ago. But he's still here, folks. He still made it. Yeah, he's still OK. He's here. He's he's hanging with us. He's staying tough. Just like Floyd Mayweather stays tough, you know, especially to his agreements. Yeah. <laughs> you you know, it's funny because I, I feel like when it comes to specifically MMA, he just doesn't want to participate. Like, he would have done it if it was, like, unofficial, you know, just kind of like... 
hey, I'm doing this for fun. It's not going to go against our professional, like, you know, records or anything. But as soon as he found out, oh, no, this is the real deal. Yeah, no, I'm backing out. You know, this wasn't part of the agreement. I was blindsided by this. And, you know, um, and then he made some stupid comment like, you know, I'm a retired boxer. Uh, I make so much money and blah, blah, blah. I get paid to travel to do things. Yeah, to show up at events and whatever. And then someone had made a comment in the Reddit. Um, so why are you boasting about wanting to take on Khabib and then... Uh, who's the other person? Uh, Pacquiao again. Pacquiao again, yeah. You know? I don't know. I just think when it comes to MMA in general, um, I think he's afraid. Which is why he had Connor come to boxing. Because I truly believe if he went to UFC to get on Connor's level, I think Connor would have won that fight. Oh, he would have destroyed him. Absolutely. He would have destroyed him. But with that being said, I want to get your reaction to what was said before he pulled out. When Floyd Mather was scheduled to face kickboxing sensation Tenshin uh, Nasukawa Mm -hmm. at Ryzen 14. Yep. For those who don't know, Tenshin Nasukawa is a monster kickboxer. He's young. He's undefeated. He kicks so hard. He he changes combos so fast. He's he's a monster striker. Monster striker. And he knows some grappling. Um, he's dabbled. He's undefeated in everything. Uh, he's dabbled a bit in MMA too. I think he's 4-0 in MMA. I could be wrong. But before Floyd came out today with that response of, hey man, I was told it was going to be this thing. I didn't know they were trying to sign me on for this. So that's why I'm not doing it. Well, <clears throat> what did you think when, it's, when it came out Floyd's scheduled to face Tenshin Nasikawa? I mean... <clears throat> You know, I at first, well, before, you know, I, I read his little post, I assumed like, okay, he's actually delving into MMA. Right. And I'm like, and he's going overseas for this. This is interesting. Yes. Um, You know, I because, again, it kind of disproved my theory at first. Like, oh, well, I guess maybe he's not afraid of MMA. He's now venturing out and trying something new. You know, starting in Japan and, you know, I figure, okay, maybe it's due to tradition. You know, he figured, let me start in Asia first. And you, think he work- cared, you think he cared that I, much about? This is just what was going on through my head. So I was like, oh, maybe okay. he just wants to be traditional, you know, start overseas, kind of like where all this started and then work his way, maybe do some events in America. Who knows? Maybe even do a UFC event, you know, who knows what the future holds. Um, but then I read that the Reddit post and him saying again, you know, he thought this was just for fun. It wasn't going to go, it wasn't going to be like a professional fight. Um, and I was like, Oh no, he's definitely afraid of, of the sport when it comes to professional fights, you know? And I think the whole point of the Connor fight was so he can get 50, get that even number. Because he knew, okay, I'm going to have the upper hand in boxing. Obviously, this is my thing. I'm going to have an MMA guy attempt this. He's going to be my 50th win. I have a perfect record, 50 and 0. I think that was the. I think that was the game plan. Honestly, I didn't think he was serious. 
about so, about this fight in Asia. Because when this came out, like when this came out, I remember watching the presser. Like, no way is this actually happening, and it was crazy because Floyd was almost going along with it. I think Floyd, because the statement that Floyd came out with today was, I had no idea. But at the day of the presser, he was talking about tensions. <clears throat> excuse me. He was talking about tensions, undefeated record, talking about how he's a young up- upcoming fighter and how great he is. And uh, 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 he was making it seem like he knew everything. He, I know he like it sounded like he knew about tension. He knew about he knew about what he was getting himself into. And I remember thinking there has to be modified rule set because there's no way. There's no way that he'll just let tension kick him. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah, I, I know that was a thing brought up too, where um, the, the, as far as like the fighting style that was going to be used during this match still wasn't decided yet whether it was going to be strictly boxing, kickboxing, or just MMA in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I now I wonder though if the if the that corporation, uh, Risen, Ryzen, Ryzen yeah. if they decided on strictly boxing, do you think he would have went through with it? Even if they he didn't know it was going to be a professional fight. Mm. I think he would fight tension if it was boxing only. But it would have to be boxing and boxing rules. So boxing rules don't allow spinning back fists. Boxing rules don't allow um, uh, Superman punches. Uh, boxing doesn't allow a lot of things. Right. Compared to kickboxing striking, which is kind of, you can just fucking let loose. You know, just as long as you land. That's yeah. kind of what it is. Uh, not even if you land. It's, you can just throw whatever. As long as they're not in a specific position. I think... I think Floyd did this primarily to see what the global response would be. Because he knows he can just make another multiple hundreds of millions of dollars for doing something else. So he knows he doesn't have to face a boxer who's going to take him out. So he knows realistically his record's padded and safe. He gets to say, let's see... He talks to Ryzen. You're going to fly me out there. I want to stay at this hotel. I want this limo. You treat me like this. I'll come to your press conference. We'll do this fucking thing. We'll, we'll sign this shit. It's almost like he did it. He. It's almost like he got a free ride to see the global reaction of something like this. And I think that's what he was testing. Okay. I, I personally think he was doing it to test and say, if I did do this, Right, like, how many people would give a shit if I did this? Or, so, just marketing. I think it was just marketing. Gotcha. I think it was just for brand. I think it was just for what response would happen would occur if people mm. thought I was doing this. Like, how much would people start shooting out the pay per view numbers for? How much could I get paid for this? What could we do for sponsorship if this went down? Mm. Um, it's now it's different because it's Ryzen, so it's an Asian promotion. Now it's funny because MMA is actually pretty pretty big in uh it's actually pretty big in asia right so i mean yeah he, he almost has a better audience out there than here in the states yeah yeah but it's uh <clears throat> it's interesting man it's interesting it, it makes me think he's not shutting it down completely but i i can't see him actually committing to a full mma fight yeah no it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense you know 
But this brought up a good point I wanted to get your your opinion on. Like where where this brings back the very basics, not the basics, the very roots and foundations of what a lot of martial artists have always said and thought, which was who's the better striker? boxers or kickboxers what's the better martial art what's more effective you know all these Mm. questions that come into play when it comes into martial arts and it's funny because there's so many different styles of it right like between kickboxing or taekwondo or muay thai or kickboxing or you know shotokan karate versus boxing or Mm -hmm. kyokushin karate versus shotokan or you know kung fu versus i don't know the list goes uh, kung fu versus jujitsu, you know, like uh, jujitsu versus sambo, sambo versus uh, collegiate wrestling, or, or uh, you can just keep going down the line. And it's weird because this, even though it's 2018, touches that nerve for me. Like when I heard this, it touched that nerve for me. Granted, is it because I'm a martial artist or I'm a, I, I'm a fan of martial arts? Possibly that's why. But it didn't pick. It didn't touch a nerve that said, "Oh wow, you can't wait to see this fight." Like what could happen? It touched the nerve of, "Ooh, it's a boxer versus a kickboxer." Yeah. Ooh. Because if you look at Tension's highlights or Tension's fights, and as a, in general, he is great with his feints. With his kick feints. Mm. He lifts the leg just right and he'll explode through that. Yeah. He does a great job. That's why he blitzes so well because people keep thinking they keep biting on that feint. They keep biting on those feints. Intention does a great job of setting all that up. So to me, it was almost... I remember watching a lot of Tension's uh, knockouts and thinking, how would he do if he couldn't feint with his kicks? You have to just strike with your hands. He can't feint. He can't twist his hips... And faint like he's gonna load up for a switch kick. Yeah, he can't lift his leg like he's gonna do like a a teep kick or like a like a roundhouse. He can't he can't fake that. He has to just come forward with his hands. How good is his striking that way? And I started breaking it down from a martial arts standpoint of well, why would you strip that ability of that martial artist? I get it for the arena, but he, tension's not going to a boxing arena. Floyd's coming to a kickboxing arena. Right. You know, like what do you think about that? Especially with all of the with all the the basics of breaking down traditional martial arts before you know you get to a level like mma you know yeah i mean it's kind of like that whole you're either a jack of all trades or you know you're just a master of one and uh which is why i was really shocked um when i heard that floyd was even getting into this because I, you know, I thought, okay, is he just sticking with what he knows and what he's amazing at? Or is he actually delving into using his legs, you know, or trying grappling and, um, yeah, I, because uh, it reminds <clears throat> me of UFC one mm-hmm. when you had everybody from different arts competing right. and it's not in the same way where it's a like gladiator style we're watching just see these people just go until somebody doesn't make it but in this sense it's that kind of like discussion of well do you think you could outstrike a boxer right well it's like well, do well you, it's like you had wrestlers kick? wrestling you had jujitsu guys on the ground you know you had strikers <clears throat> throwing punches and kicks but you have people who say like oh yeah put me on the ground against be against a jujitsu guy i'll smash his fucking head in because they don't strike in, in jujitsu but then you see jujitsu and MMA, right? Right. So it's like, okay, but is that because jujitsu and MMA is has evolved for that defense, or is it because 
the rule set and the way people train is to try to counter BJJ so it turns into a momentary BJJ match. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, because it always does. It always does do that. Yeah, it's just getting to the point where MMA is the martial art, you know, and um, you don't really see, no, not that you don't really see, but there's not too many people just focusing on one thing. And it's kind of bringing back to what we talked about before, um, you know, because depending, it really just depends on your situation. You know, if you end up on the floor um, in a vulnerable spot on your back, okay, I need to get into BJJ mode. You know, if I'm standing up, you know, like, okay, I need to get into either karate, taekwondo, kung fu mode or something because I need to get ready to strike counterattack um so yeah I, I again i don't know what floyd's um intentions were but like i said i know i read somewhere they were waiting for uh ryzen to get back to them about you know how this fight was going to go down as far as what was going to be allowed what style of fighting um I just I feel like if it was boxing, he wouldn't have had an issue that it would be a professional fight. But then you look at Tension's ability and what he's capable of doing and passing people's guards and just whacking them and not to mention the glove size difference. Yes. Right? That's yep. also something to, to think about is the glove size difference of this. Another thing too is just like with his I don't know. With his hands, like, constantly breaking, you know? I just... Do you, do you think a smaller glove would benefit him? No. Uh, Floyd, no. Because Floyd doesn't rely upon that. Floyd's Philly, Philly style of counterpunching relies upon the gloves to absorb the strikes. And then he can, like, you know, shift over and throw back. So no, not for de- not for defense and not for offense because he has brittle hands. If yeah, he didn't have I mean. if he didn't have brittle hands, different story. Yeah. Because if you had a guy who can strike like like if you put Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua or uh Klitschko or um uh like any, like any like big ass boxer in like 4 ounce gloves, they're going to kill somebody. Yeah. They're going to fucking kill. Have you seen Anthony Joshua? I have. Imagine him with four ounce gloves. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's fucking, he's popping eyeballs out whenever he hits you. So no, I, I don't think that it's the, the I don't think it would be a big enough advantage for Floyd. Um, just mainly just because Floyd style doesn't rely upon that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, that's, why you, that's why you see a lot of, and you even see it with tensions fights. Guys try to cover up like a boxing style guard. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, you know, because yeah. you can just pierce right through it. They're not big enough. You see it in MMA all the time. That's really frustrating when I see that in MMA. Guys try to cover up like they got boxing gloves on, and they're just eating shots. It's going right through their guard because yeah. their guard is almost non-existent because there is no real guard against four-ounce gloves. Yeah. You know? You know who does a great job with with their, with their with smart MMA boxing? The Diaz brothers. They have super smart boxing for MMA because they train a lot with an actual traditional boxing, but they know with the gloves, they're different and they strike differently when it comes to MMA. You saw it with Nate, uh, especially against Connor. You saw it a lot with Nick. 
Yes, I know they're known for throwing volume and not power. But the thing is, is that they switch their their strikes so much. They're not just throwing pipes and bombs down the middle. They're throwing like straight. They're doing combos down the middle. They're peppering the side. Then they go straight to a rip to the body. They go right back up high, right back to the body, uppercut up the middle. They come. They're throwing like really good combos, but they're boxing combos almost designed for MMA for what they're doing because they know that they can slip on the side with the smaller gloves. They know the guard doesn't protect the side of the head. Mm. They know the guard doesn't protect uppercuts. They know the guard doesn't protect the ribs. And you see them just like doing a lot of small stuff. Yeah. And it's funny because it's textbook boxing. It's working the body to lower the top and then they just start wailing up high and then they keep switching it up. Next thing you know, guys' hands are down because they're like they keep they keep hitting my ribs. They keep getting hit in the head. And it's volume, and they just get so gassed trying to tense up against these strikes to protect themselves because their guards getting like blasted to smithereens, and then they just crumple. And that's how the Diaz brothers are known for being these volume punchers, you know. Um, don't get me wrong; you have the monster strikers like Tyron Woodley who explodes with one shot power, or you have guys who are really good technical strikers like uh, uh, like Stephen Thompson or Darren Till. You 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 do have those guys. But you have guys who a lot of those guys don't just do straight boxing. Like Nick and Nate just do straight boxing. They don't care about leg kicks. They don't care about throwing kicks. They don't care if you take them down. They don't give a shit. They're like, we love to box, and we are monster jujitsu practitioners. So go ahead and box with us, or take us down, and then we'll just fucking strangle you out. Yep. You notice how nobody really wants to take them down? <laughs> yeah, really. Nobody really wants you. They're like, we could take you down, but we could just. You're not hurting me with knockout power i can just keep striking you yep and that's that's almost why they kind of lose it's because they lose on the number card you know yep because they get lit up from kicks so they lose and that's why they would lose they typically have lost to decisions in my opinion is mainly because of that it wasn't because they sucked on the ground or anything like that it wasn't because they got rocked and knocked out that that didn't really happen yeah you know um but a lot of people try to use like traditional boxing styles in my opinion, with MMA, it just doesn't work. You can't guard the same. You can't slip the same. You mm. can't do anything the same when you have four-ounce gloves on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, it's almost like the advantage of Kung Fu, in my opinion, where Kung Fu doesn't really rely upon a guard, right? Like, it doesn't really rely upon, like, cover-up and shield. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, 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 I'm, like, can't, of course, any any martial artist could can do that at any point but i'm pretty sure they don't teach that in kung fu i'm pretty sure it's more about flowing and countering and redirecting much more so than oh high guard low guard mixed guard high guard slip slip the body shots roll off the top and then come back over (laughs) like like i've never seen that and and anything related to kung fu it's all redirection it's all it's all like just quick move it's like you know redirect the jab slip in it's redirect the hook, slip in. It's duck under, you know, the haymaker, slip in and do this. Or it, it's much more fluid than like, oh, we're just gonna, we're gonna just form. What is that Pokemon cocoon? Oh yeah, yeah. Harden. Is that <laughs> yeah, whatever Harden. it is? She's like, Peach. it's yeah. like, oh, this will just protect us <laughs> until we can strike back. Yeah, so it's, it's not like that. It's not like that. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just went on a tangent. I didn't mean to go on a tangent about that, but. But yeah, that's so. Now to get your opinion, yeah. I mean, okay. Besides marketing, you know, this guy has all the money in the world, right? 
Mm-hmm. Why is he still doing this? Because he could have more money. I mean, I guess. Would you not want to have more money? In all honesty, I think, and I'm saying this now as a poor person living in Connecticut, but, um, you know, I feel like it just, there, there's maybe a certain amount that's like, you know what? I think that's enough <clears throat> because it's like, okay, you have the cars, you have the houses, like you have everything you want. Why would I still need more money? Oh, and I still have in my bank account enough for me to retire for t- probably 10 lifetimes or more, you know, like, why do I need more? Because money is power. <clears throat> because cash rules everything around me, cream. I, 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 first of all, if you said, oh, hey, you could go do this thing and make, you know, $300 million, I'm going to probably consider doing it. Even if I already have all my bills paid, all the cars I ever wanted, all the houses I ever wanted, all the, everybody around me is out of debt. And they still said, hey, you know, every two years you could go do this thing and get hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, you mean I could start other business ventures? I can invest and diversify my portfolio. Or I can increase my passive income. I See, could- that's one thing. That's one thing if he retired and then was like, you know, I think I'm going to start a bunch of small businesses with my name. He has a strip know, club. He has a, oh, yeah. No, but I'm just a boxing gym. I'm saying if he just stuck to that. Right. But if he's afraid, for example, this cancellation. Because it would affect what I'm thinking is his record, his perfect 50-0 record. Well, that's 50-0 in a boxing So I wanted to ask you, what would you think would happen if he went 50-0 in boxing and 0-1 in MMA? See, but I feel like that loss would still count towards his overall record. Like the, how they do for UFC fighters or whatever. It's like, oh, well, overall, there's like this guy's 27 and three. And this promotion. Four of those, right. Like four yeah. of those wins were from this, you know, one of those losses was from that. And so I think that's just what I, I think it's just an ego thing, really. It's like I'm 50 and 0. Um, this wasn't supposed to be professional. I clearly see what this kid is capable of. I'm he's more than half my age. Right. Um, and he's pulling off a 27-0 record at 20. Yeah, he, um, well, he, he, yeah, he's a little fucking savage. You know, and then it's like to think, okay, he wants to go up against Khabib. And it's like, well, what was he going to do? Boxing rules with him? Because we all know, we've all seen Khabib strike. You know, so I feel mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if it's just striking... Mm, I don't think he has a chance, Khabib. Yeah. But do you think Floyd would go up against Khabib with wrestling? Or, you know what I mean? So I feel <laughs> like he, again, it would be that situation where it's like, well, I got to hear what kind of, you know, fighting rules they're, gonna, they're you know, is going to take imagine place. If and- Floyd, okay, imagine if Floyd said, no jujitsu, no kicking, but I'll take punching and wrestling. Punching and wrestling? Oh, yeah, Khabib, Khabib's got it. Oh, of course, right? I mean, yeah. Khabib's going to literally like Hulk throw him around, yeah. the, around the octagon. Absolutely. But I don't think he'll do it because whether or not... He, okay, let's say the 50-0 is something completely different. It's done with. Now I'm starting MMA. I think the fact of the matter is is he's looked at as like indestructible at this point. You know, so... <sighs> Knowing like his first fight in some in a different type of 
fighting sport would be a loss. He'll get looked at differently. And again, I think it just has a lot to do with his image, the image, the exactly, you know, and then he'll attempt it again. Oh, now I want to try Khabib just for the hell of it. Going to lose again. Now he's 0-2. Hmm. Okay. I think he should just be content with, with content retiring. with what he's got. You know, as much as I'm saying he, this guy has an ego or whatever, clearly he was put on this planet to do one thing and one thing only, you know, and he's fucking amazing at it. Um, I mean, the record shows. Yeah. He can't box anymore. He can't box the best fighters. I think right. He'll get lit the fu- like. He'll get lit the fuck up if he. I think. Um, I think if you if he stayed around in the boxing world, he wouldn't be able to hang. I think it's possible he just wants to feed this competitive juicy like this competitive uh, spirit he has. Sure. Um, while he's fifty, and he's just. Because he knows he can't box the greats anymore. He knew that like five years ago, six years ago. He knew that when he faced Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. He was. I. He had to know I can't keep up with the best of the best anymore. Yeah. So I have to have selective fights now, uh, which sucks. But I don't know. I, I, I don't have any desire to see him do anything. Neither but if do he I. does do it, I'll, I'll be excited for it because I'm curious. A lot of people made fun of me for the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather boxing fat, uh, match. And I... No, I, I, I took it in stride and I just said, hey, you can think whatever the fuck you want. This is super interesting to me. This is, I want to see if Connor's power translates through bigger gloves. I want to see Connor's footwork just when he's limited to only boxing. And I want to see what Floyd does against a guy who's got a lot more range and supposed power. We saw what happened. We saw how that went down. But you could also see if, if they were allowed anything other than punches... Ooh, Connor would have had boy. It. The amount of times that Connor could have just tripped him up and thrown him down. The amount mm-hmm. of times Connor could have just standing guillotined him. Yep. It was just oh man. And you saw Connor try to fight it. Yeah. Because instinctively he kept being like, ooh, it's right yep. there. I could just yep. take it. I could just take it. But he didn't. Um Yeah. No, that's I don't I mean, I don't need to see him. I don't need to see him. You know what is interesting though? Not because we're talking about Ryzen. Uh Demetrius Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know how he's uh, over there now. Mm-hmm. The number one thing is uh, the the one championship uh, organization that he went to. Not only is now rumored to sign Misha Tate. There's a rumor that Misha Tate's going to sign with one championship to come back to MMA. But also, uh, one championship came out and said they're going to open an esports league. And guess who's the ambassador for that for that division? Who? Demetrius Johnson. No shit. The guy who is on Twitch, the guy who's sponsored by like Alienware and Dell and all these gaming companies is already taking advantage of his new organization and clientele. Wow. He went from being a bottom feeder flyweight where the UFC and and the North American market didn't give him any recognition to now being the number one guy in Asia who's the flyweight division is one of their bigger divisions, if not the most popular division over in Asia. Yep. On top of an entire continent of well not even continent an entire region that's that's rapidly fandom of uh esports 
Wow, that good for him, man. That is awesome. Wow. Remember I told you this? Remember I told you this back in the day and when he lost to Henry Cejudo? And I said, I bet you he doesn't fight for the rest of this year. I bet you he chills and relaxes. Play some video games. Yeah. Play some video games. He diversifies that portfolio. (laughs) He lets it go. And then eventually after Henry fights TJ, which he's probably going to do, then DJ will start talking about coming back. But I bet you for this entire year until 2019, he doesn't do shit other than relax with his family, play video games, and get that fund filled. And look what's happening. Yep. It's exactly that. It's it's actually the most extreme version of that. He switched organizations to to be in a region known for esports where he's now the like brand ambassador for an entire esport league. Mm. <laughs> And now, didn't you say it was rumored or it is going to happen or it might happen? Uh, they're going to get rid of that division completely? Uh, the they already got rid of uh, Jose Shorty Torres is the first flyweight to be cut by the UFC. Okay. So it just started. Uh, good luck to everyone still in the division. At least they gave you all a fighting chance. I sadly called it and was picked off first because of it. On to the next one. Um Yep, breaking news. We're hearing the UFC. This is from Flow Combat. Uh, we're hearing the UFC men's flyweight division is 100% being dissolved, likely done by the end of this year, 2018. Uh, the kicker is not all flyweights are being asked to move up to bantamweight. Uh, they're just getting cut. And Jose wow. Shorty Torres is the first guy to get that cut. And Jose said, yeah, I know that firsthand. Good luck to everybody who still made it. Wow. So it is happening. Hmm. That's what it looks like. So it looks like they're telling people, certain people they want to keep, they're saying you can move up. And then if you don't, you're cut. And the people they don't want, they're cutting. This is, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a lot more. Oh, here you go. Globo is reporting Dillashaw versus Cejudo and Cruz versus Lineker are in the works for UFC 233. And the UFC will officially close down the flyweight division in 2019. Okay. Um, so I think, I think the part of it is that they, everybody knows the UFC needs to get their money. They, they, they need to make that nut, uh, because they sold it for 4 billion. So they're trying to make up those, the, the promised value of what they yeah. sold for. Yep. And part of it is saving salary of cutting an entire fucking division. Mm. That's what I think. I think they looked at numbers, just said flyweights don't sell, get rid of them immediately. Just cut them out. I'm not surprised at all. Get rid of them. It's why they. It's why things are loosey goosey with how John Jones can just come back and fight. I know. <laughs> it's why Brock Lesnar's here. You know. It's why we have two division champions. It's why we have all this. It's yeah. because it's all about just. It's all about the money. So that's why I said. When, that's why I said earlier today when you said, "Oh, like, would you be doing this for? I want to do this for." I was like, "Fucking yes!" It's always about the money. It's always about the money, man. Mm. Millions and billions and billions and billions and have you seen that? No. Somebody spliced every single time Trump said billions in his uh, speeches. <laughs> <laughs> billions and billions, billions and billions, billions and billions and billions. <laughs> Yo, I'm playing it right now. Um, billions and billions. Oh my gosh, it is. It's too good. Um, okay, let's see. Can I play this without any kind of throwback? Okay, uh, here we go. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. You don't have to see it. You can just listen to it. Okay. Uh, okay, so everybody, we're going live with audio for the first time ever. <laughs> so hopefully this works. Billions and 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 bill
minutes straight. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you All know, right. You know about that? No, I had no idea. Uh, oh man. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I think there's one with China too. He's like China, 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 China. China. It's just a, it's the same thing. He just says China all the time. Uh, <laughs> now you know. All right. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah. So that's that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate for me, not just because it represents my. If I ever fought in MMA, it would be that division. But the technicality I feel from that division is going to be sorely missed. It's going to be sorely missed. Mm. Not to say there's not technicality in other divisions, but just there was a certain athleticism and technicality to that division that yeah, that's that's really cool. That unfortunately is going to be missing. Mm. So that kind of sucks. Um. Yeah, yeah. What's on your mind? Just the whole John Jones thing. Oh, how he's back? Him coming, yeah, that that fucking bothers me. I told you. I told you when we talked about it on that episode, I was just thinking, fuck, fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this. I, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want this guy who can literally hit pregnant ladies and, and take drugs and come back and get a championship fight. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. And that's what he's getting. He's facing uh, he's facing Gustafson for the light heavyweight title. Yeah, that's bullshit. They're, they're not going to see a huge... I, 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 I would be shocked if they hit their quota for the pay-per-view for pay-per-view sales they will because there's enough people that don't care there's I, enough people that don't they're just like fuck it whatever man i want to see him fuck somebody up and they just they're just gonna watch it or i wonder if people would watch it to see if he would actually lose it's the floyd mayweather effect become so mm. hated people want to watch you lose okay so that's kind of genius well, I don't think he had this master eight-year plan of fucking up over and over again with law enforcement and, and drug policies to get there, but yeah. it is a it is an added benefit as a side effect. Mm. I don't know, but on the upside, I want to bring up uh, Daniel Cormier. What about him? In his victory against... That was so expected. What, there's, yeah? Did you really think that, that Derek Lewis had a shot against DC? I mean, I know he's kind of like slow and his cardio isn't the best, but I mean... And he can't wrestle and he can't grapple and all he is is a brawler? Yeah, well, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, all right, well, if Daniel Cormier gets up close, I mean, this guy, you know, I don't know. See, I'm excited. Okay, that fight I didn't... I knew what was going to happen. DC's too good of a... DC outstruck Stipe Miocic. I, I was... Yeah. I, no, and Stipe outstruck... Uh, not that Nagani was like the most expert striker, but you want to talk about guys who can knock you out. Nagani's right up there. I knew that was going to happen unless the unbelievable occurred where Derek was somehow able to outstrike a better striker. Mm-hmm. I'm raising my eyebrows at Mikey for everybody. Yeah. Because uh, that's everybody who can't see. I'm giving him the very skeptical hippo face. It's... It's not a surprise to me. 
I would be more interested in the Brock Lesnar fight because I want to see who's got the better wrestling. That would be interesting. Because Brock Lesnar's fucking huge. Oh, compared to Cormier, for sure. Fucking oh my God. huge. And I yeah. want to see them wrestle because they're both wrestlers. Yeah. I know DC was in I wish that like they got into it and they I hope that fight gets signed on. And in the buildup, DC just says, I will wrestle. I'm going to wrestle fuck you the entire Don't they have match. a past? Didn't they go to college together or something? No, I think they or, have. I think they have a wrestling past where they okay. wrestle against each other. But no, I think it's mainly they want to sell the fight to. They're just talking shit. Okay, gotcha. But I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see DC and Brock just agree to be saying, "Let's see who's the better wrestler." I'm gonna fuck you up so bad, and see that fight. Yeah. You know? But speaking of wrestling, Ben Askren's ready to rock and roll. Robbie Lawler has signed on to fight him. Really? So for those who don't know about um, about the difference between uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov's wrestling and um, Ben Askren's wrestling, so Khabib is is a is his wrestling is extremely unique in the fact that he uses every wrestling technique and style to move to the finish right so he doesn't usually sit there and press you down he usually tries to move into a position for ground and pr- ground and pound which will open up a submission mm-hmm. usually that's his goal so his wrestling is very chain linked for that he chain links in the scrambles to try to get to a position for a submission yeah um that is that is not how uh, ben Askren wrestles ben Askren wrestles extremely differently ben Askren is a, a wet towel that suffocates you so he takes you down not like GSP, where he'll take you down for, for the ground and pound and just literally punch and make you bleed for the entire fight. He smothers you in a sense where all of a sudden you have to carry an extra 180 pounds on you mm. throughout an entire fight. And there's no getting up. It's, it's very different. There's no escaping it. It's not so much that he's, oh, no, his ground and pound is so ferocious. Look at those elbows. It's not so much as, oh, he's gone for the submission. The There's the choke. There's the Kimura. Like, it's it's not like that explosion of wrestling for those movements. It's almost weird to watch, but he just, it's almost like he just he just drains your gas tank. You know when you fight, you, you play video games and you fight a boss that poisons you and it, like, saps away your health? Yeah, yeah. It's like that. And you watch guys think they can fight through it, so they scramble, they try to resist, they try to counter. Askren is too good at, at just stopping all of it. So you see people try to scramble out or try to counterattack or try to hold down and try to play that game with them. just doesn't work. Nothing. He's so good at every time you think you have an opening, it leads to a dead end. Every time. And the dead end is just him wearing you down. It's mm. It's... It's almost like you see guys. It's almost like how Khabib does it. Where when Khabib does it, guys get so tired from the punches and from the transitions, they give up and then they get a submission. Askren just kind of like it's almost like grinding down the stone, not until it's sharp to strike, but he grinds down the stone until it's just dust. Okay. It's it's very different. It's it's in my opinion, it's much it's the most boring way to. Of wrestling that I've seen in MMA, as far as the great wrestlers between like Habib, him, GSP, Tyron Woodley, it's probably the more the most like. And this is we're plotting at a snail's pace here, but you see guys quickly, not quickly, but they begin to lose their ability to do things, and you see them start to just be like <laughs> ragdolled on the ground, just laying there, 
because they just know it's just I he's just not letting go. Yeah. He just he won't sorry, my chair is squeaking like a motherfucker. Uh, they're just they just accept the fact that they can't get Ben Askren off of them. Mm. And they can't escape his wrestling. And they just can't escape the grap the grappling and the throws and then the in- inevitable weight of him just drowning you in cardio. It's so weird. It's so weird to watch when you can when you hear of like the wrestling prowess of somebody because you expect Daniel Cormier picking and dumping, you know, Henderson or GSP, you know, double legging and 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 sticking it to uh, Koscheck and then just like fucking him up on the ground with the ground and pound, or Khabib just you know doing the same thing to everybody, just tapping everybody out, which is tiring them out from his transitions and just chaining everything together to un- unrelenting waves of of offense. It's almost like Ben doesn't care about the offense. He just mm. grapples and you know, like when you see somebody get pinned down by a big brother. Oh yeah, that's what it is. It's not like he he's like he pins people down and they try to get out and he's just like you're not going to get out. And they then they just go okay, well, what else can I do? And then he moves and he starts striking. He does some stuff and then they think they can get out and then he stops it again. And it's like watching that smothering of of like a big brother. And that's. But anyways, what do you think about Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren, wrestler versus striker? Should be interesting. I mean, I don't know how I've been feeling about Robbie Lawler lately, though. Um, he thankfully has had a long time off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I really don't know. It's especially just the way he's been performing. Uh, well, his last few fights. Um, it it'll just be interesting. I mean, I literally have nothing. I mean, could, the, the, the thing that I've always said about Robbie is I'm scared of how much damage he's taken. Yeah. In his entire career. Yeah. Because he gets in dog fights and he loves them. Yes. And it's just. I yeah, got, he's, he, he's. Yeah. And it's just, dude, uh, like the Tyron Woodley fight, I did not expect him to get lit up by Tyron. And he got lit the fuck up by Tyron. Yeah. And that was fast, too. I remember being like, oh, shit. I can't believe. That just I I expected a war. I expected to drag him out. I expected Tyron to use his wrestling. Nope, just boop, and he was done. You know, because right before that, I think it was Robbie versus uh, Rory McDonald, which was fight of the year. That w- I mean, that was an amazing fight, but fucking brutal. Those two guys at the end, his lip was like, Robbie's lip was cut all the way like off it was his like, face. Yeah, it was like in two pieces. Dude, Rory is still fucked up from that. Like his nose is still not healed. Oh, I'm he sure. Took a, he took a year off, and it's still not healed. I mean, you know what? Like you said, you know, now we have two guys. You know, who if a striker and a wrestler, two different styles going at it. It goes back to like we started with with Floyd versus. Yeah. Benjamin. So I mean. I guess we'll see if he's had all this time to recover. Maybe he's also been working on some training, you know. Um, I, I, I'll say this. I just hope he does his best. I won't make any predictions on this. I just hope he survives and doesn't get too beat up. I do. I, cause sure. I, I, Robbie's in my opinion is just getting to the point where I think he just needs to, uh, really think about his career and where it's going and 
his odds of getting back to the top. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Chris yeah. Weidman, who just lost to Jacare. Yes. Yeah, like, Chris Weidman's another one. You know, he had his streak in just lately, you know. It's just, uh, can you make it back up? They really need to know. think about their future. It's like it's it's the it's the it's the names. It's the big names. Jersey Aldo is kind of in that yeah. mix, even though he won over Jeremy Stevens. But it's yeah. still one well. These of those. guys are veterans. Well, especially Robbie. I mean, he's been doing it what since he was in his early twenties, teens. Since he had hair or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since he had hair, exactly. I mean, hey, he was he was just a kid, you know. And I mean, I, th- I think it's getting to a point with him. You know, he just needs to uh, really think about his life in his future and maybe retire, yeah. you know, but yeah, we'll see. How, we'll see how he is after this recovery. We'll see how it goes. Speaking of training, I think it's training time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, speaking of training, we have to go train. You should go train yourselves. Enjoy yourselves. And until next time, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Woo.